0: Welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for accepting this invitation for this Bible study and reflection on this Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. So yesterday was Valentine's Day, and I certainly hope everyone enjoyed a wonderful day with family and or friends. Now let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Most merciful and gracious God, we confess that at times we don't acknowledge that we are all wonderfully made by you, our Creator and our Heavenly Father. Help us to realize that we don't all have the same sets of gifts and talents, but we are all beautiful in your eyes. We lift up this prayer in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, so let me begin by saying that I have a lot of friends that have physically and or mentally disabled children and grandchildren. Now, I know there's been a lot of debate recently about whether to use the term special needs or disabled. I will yield to whatever your personal preference is and respect that. The Bible may not specifically refer to this subject but there certainly is a lot of comfort to be found in God's word for all of his children. I'd like to begin today by reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction, with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Now I'd like to share a very short story with you that I read recently that that really speaks directly to understanding and accepting and seeing the many wonderful blessings that God gives us. This story is written by Gail Gabrielle, and here is her story. Life is like a poker game. It is impossible to change the cards that we are dealt, but what really counts is how the hand is played. In 1989, I received a hand that I had absolutely no idea how to play. My adorable, spunky, two year old with his trademark spiky blonde hair had just been diagnosed with a form of autism. I was devastated. We also found that little Zachary was nonverbal, which added to a unique twist to his autism. Imagine not being able to express your needs, wants, or emotions. The frustration must be monumental. It was even impossible for Zach to tell us when he was in pain. We kept trying to find a communication method that would work, but he was unable to focus long enough on any technique. After all, he was just a toddler exploring his environment, which was filled with many sights, sounds, and adventures. His exasperation grew along with my desperation, to make his world coexist comfortably with ours. Eventually, I began losing touch with little things that used to make a difference, reading a favorite book, taking a long walk, driving with the top down on my Jeep. Instead, I found solace in climbing into bed at night, hiding under the sheets, and forgetting about this poker hand that I was not playing very well. Time marched on. As Zach trudged through the terrible twos, he struggled to find ways to make himself understood. Dragging family members by the hand offered limited possibilities at best. We tried to keep pace with him. Current technology didn't interest him. When all else failed, my creative, industrious son drew upon his quirky, problem-solving strategies, finding him perched on top of the refrigerator, or sitting on the top shelf of a bookcase were not unusual occurrences in our household. He was fast and furious, small yet mighty, requiring 24-hour surveillance. Occasionally, though, his aggravation would become overwhelming. Screeching at the top of his lungs or throwing things resulted. It broke my heart. We had definitely entered a new normal. A couple of years later, Zach was in special needs preschool that he enjoyed, and many adjustments had been made to accommodate his autism. Life was moving along, but it was never quite the same. I seemed to have lost a piece of myself. The sounds of young children talking to their moms made me envious. Hearing Zach's voice would mean the world to me. One beautiful morning in May, I gave Zach a big hug when the school bus dropped him off. I told him that I would get a snack ready, but something was amiss. He wasn't interested in eating. Instead, there was a look of determination on his face. He had a mission. Keeping careful watch over him, I stood in the kitchen as he walked over to the wooden shelving unit in the dining room where I kept a collection Of fragile precious moments figurines he picked up one of them turned it upside down and examined the bottom of it part of me wanted to say please put that down Zach," but the words got stuck something told me to remain silent as he put down the statue and picked up another one following the same process I realized he was looking for something this went on for a few minutes suddenly he turned around, clutching his newfound treasure, gazing at me with those beautiful brown eyes. A small smile briefly appeared on his face as he offered the piece to me. Then he quickly scooted off to watch Sesame Street. Puzzled, I found myself looking at an adorable image of a little boy with big brown eyes. He was holding a flower. I peeked at the bottom just as, as Zach had been doing. Tears welled up in my eyes as I read the words that I thought I would never hear. Mommy, I love you. In one brief moment, my nonverbal four year old son said it all. A little boy who had to struggle to make himself heard came through loud and clear. It suddenly occurred to me how much I had been missing in the past two years. What had I been thinking? All I had to do was look around. To to be appreciative of all the wonderful blessings in my life. So often I had neglected to give thanks. Whispering a soft, thanks God, I walked over to my son and gave him a warm, snuggly hug. I love you too, Zach. 30 years later, I still recall the morning that a loving, silent message taught me to count my blessings daily, fill my heart with gratitude, and learn to play my cards like a pro. What a great story. I think it underscores how easy it is to misunderstand kids like Zach and how God's love can manifest itself in and through kids just like little Zach. The story also reminds me of several passages from scripture in the book of John. Jesus is traveling with his disciples and heals a man that was blind from birth. The disciples misunderstanding is clearly on display in these passages. The works of God are manifested for those who have eyes to see them. Listen to the reading from John chapter nine, verses one through three. As he went along, a man. He saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. Here's a quote from a mom regarding the scripture I just read. I don't know her last name, but her first name is Sarah. And I quote, as a special needs mom, this is one of the most powerful verses in all of scripture to give me hope. God isn't punishing me or my children. I don't believe God wants these challenges for our family, yet I also believe God will somehow use it for his good purposes. I trust in that during the hardest of times, End quote. And here's another wonderful one where the psalmist reminds us that we are all wonderfully made works of God. This is Psalm 139, verses 13 and 14. For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And another quote from a mom says, When my daughter was young and we saw a specialist after specialist in search of a diagnosis for her difficulties, Psalm 139 was a soothing balm to my mother's heart. I love this verse even more now because I see how it's twofold in how it speaks to me as a parent. First, it assures me that my child is awesomely and wonderfully made by a God who loves us. God does not make mistakes. Each of us has a unique personality, ability, and gift to offer the world. I'd like to leave you with a beautiful quote from a friend of mine that has a beautiful daughter that is nonverbal. And here is the quote. May we always strive to understand her and how she sees the world. May we always lift her up and encourage her in the face of the world's misunderstanding of her. She is perfect in God's eyes. Oh, if only to have his vision." end quote: "Let us pray. Almighty Creator God, help us to all be mindful that we are all created in your image. Help us to always bear your image in such a manner that we are accepting and never judgmental of others, regardless of their circumstances. We ask this in the name of your Son Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.